What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, what's going on fam? What you're going to be listening to is an inside scoop of my team meetings that I run every Wednesday with all my clients of the VU fam. So in this team meeting, we go over your struggles, we go over your wins, and we talk about ways on how I can actually elevate my whole coaching experience so that they can get better results. So stay tuned. If you're not a client of mine and you would like to know more details on how you can join the VooFam, you can send me a message on Instagram at Vision Fitness to inquire more about coaching. Anyways, hope you get value from this episode and let's listen in. Welcome. So Cassie, you're already up first. So mind sharing us your biggest win for this week? Uh, biggest win um, is I'm down 30 pounds now with the program. Um, I am only four pounds above what I was um, uh, after I had my son. So what I got down wow. to. Wow. So I'm hitting, it's been, I don't know, 15 years. So. 15 years. Let's go. <laughs> Everyone give a, Cassie a round of applause. Let's go. That's a huge win. Cassie, I just want to say your, your hard work, your uh, tenacity, your resilience, like me and you, we've chatted like you, it wasn't like a smooth sailing path. You know, there was so many bumps, but the fact that you're still able to go ahead. And with like having PCOS, just weight loss is it's so slow. Very, very slow. But that doesn't mean it's impossible. No. So I just want to give you credit for that. Love that. Huge wins. All right. Moving on. We have Kelly. It's nice to see you again. What's your biggest so nice win? Nice to see you too. Yes. Uh, biggest win. I didn't go crazy on Thanksgiving. I restrained myself and I did get my 10,000 steps or more um, pretty much every day. Let's go. Let's go. Huge win. Love that, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like those small steps really add up. Like honestly, um, just saying or like just knowing your limits and not like going overboard as you would maybe like you know last year Thanksgiving or the year before or even like the prior years. Like just having like that self control and understanding that you know what I can still enjoy myself and not like stuff my pig like or stuff my pig stuff my face like a pig essentially, right? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Amazing. Amazing. Love that. Last but not least, Last we have least, Mel. Yeah. Mel, what is your biggest win for this week? I see that you're working. I see that you're working. You, you know, I'm working. I'm always working. <laughs> um, Mavia Swin, I stuck to the meal prep, breakfast and lunches I made for the last two weeks. It's been a while. Let's go. But, By the way, Mel, you yeah. also had a few more wins that you posted inside the group. You want to share those wins? Uh, it's been a long time migraine. I think it was from being in the hospital for five hours yesterday. It wasn't me. I wasn't in the hospital. Um, one of my ladies, my 74-year-old client, broke her ankle. And she has no family in Orange. So I was like, well, I can oh, come up man. and sit with you. 
So I was in hospital for five hours. That was entertaining. Um, anyway, extra wings. Uh, um, on a new lowest way. Even Let's though go. I was active this week. So I was like thinking that I'd bounce back up, but that wasn't really concerning me at all. Um, what else was it? I can't remember what else I put in there. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. You know what? I'm happy that you, uh, number one, as you mentioned that you reached your lowest weight. And number two, you were able to stick to your nutrition for the past two weeks. So that's amazing. Those are some amazing wins. Uh, Mel, keep it up. All right. My wins, honestly, I want to say like this week has been brutal. <laughs> like I want to say that for some reason, I feel like my body's just prepping for like daylight savings. But waking up at five every single morning has been a super big challenge. Like I'm waking up. Like I'm still waking up. I'm not snoozing or anything. I'm like up, but then I'm like super tired. And I'm like forcing myself to get through the motions. But later on in the day, after I get my workout, I'm like full of energy and then everything's good from there. But I, I've been kind of in a little bit of like a slump of like getting through that morning. But other than that, I'm still crushing everything, hitting off my morning routine and marking off my non-negotiables. So I'm going to say that's my biggest win. Like, not giving into like, you know, pressing the snooze button or like sleeping in or, you know, falling behind on like certain things that I made commitments to. I want to say that's my biggest win. And I think that, you know, um, owed me would have like gave myself like an easy pass. But now that I've set these standards for myself, it's like, no, I, I know exactly what my goals are. I know where I want to be. So I know times are going to get tough. Like it's not always going to be like, oh, rise and shine, 5 a.m. It's going to be the easiest day ever. No, it's not going to like be like that. So I think that's like the perfect segue that I wanted to tell all of you about is that you're going to face some challenges inside this program. Or even if you weren't in this program and you're on your own fitness journey, you're going to face challenges. There's going to be days where you're going to wake up and you're going to feel dead tired. You're going to feel exhausted. You just want to crawl back into your comfy bed, your nice warm bed with that pillow that you're like, oh, I just want to like sleep all day. But at the end of the day, you just have to remember that that's your mind telling you that, you know what, you can, or like your body's telling you that, you know, you can sleep in, you deserve it. And it's like, you know, it's just so nice and comfy, but you have to remember that your mind is going to be more powerful than your body. So it's like what you condition your mind to do. It's like, no, you know what? I got to get up. I have some goals to crush. Let's go wake up and actually get this day started. Right. So that's something that I just want to be super vulnerable and share that, you know, as your coach, I do have those days as well. I have those days where I don't want to get up. I have those days where I don't want to show up. I have days where I just want to sleep in all day. But I remember that, you know, if I don't show up one day, then what example am I leading for all of you? Right. So I just want to put that out there and say that, you know, um, I do have those days as well and I'm not perfect, but the best thing that you can do is like, just remember your goals, always put your goals at the forefront of your mind and understand that every single time that you make the decision that you know that you have to make, which is, you know, waking up, getting in your workouts, you know, drinking your water, getting in your steps, et cetera. And again, I'm not saying that you have to be perfect, but every single time that you're making, choosing to make that progress towards your goals, you're one step closer to becoming the person that you want to be. You're one step closer to actually achieving your goals. And all of you are capable of this. You see, you know, everyone inside this program right now, they're crushing it. And you have the exact same blueprint laid out in front of you, right? Like you're no different than anyone else. Kelly, you're no different than Cassie. Cassie, you're no different than Mel. Mel, you're no different. 
different than, um, you know, Kelly, like it, it's, doesn't matter what conditions or circumstances that you're facing because we're all kind of like facing our own unique circumstances. But at the end of the day, you have to realize that, you know, circumstances aside, you have access to that unlimited potential that you can start tapping in and start making progress. So that's something I just wanted to say. And I'm proud of each and every single one of you showing up for yourself. Uh, so yeah, that's my biggest win. That's my little like <laughs> mini lesson for this team meeting as well. Uh, with that being said, um, what else do I have to say um, in terms of the announcements? So number one, uh, we are close to halfway to, um, towards the end or towards the end of the month. No, we're halfway across the month, like almost there. And within this challenge, I would like to see you know a little bit more participation. Um, the Outwork October challenge, I see that you know a few of you have been posting, but I would like to see a little bit more engagement. And again, it doesn't have to be like anything too crazy, but I just want to see you, you know, kind of like stepping up from your previous self. So some of you, if you find that you're doing the same things and you're getting a little bit comfortable and you're like, yeah, you know what? I got the ball and things. I challenge you to like bring your standards to that next level and start pushing yourself that extra inch because that extra inch is going to shape you into someone who's a lot better than where, what have you been doing for the past few months? Okay. Just going that extra inch is going to be the difference maker. Okay. So I challenge all of you to start doing that. I am starting to do that. I haven't snoozed ever since I came back and it's like a blessing. I'm grinding through like the days where I'm super tired. I'm running on two hours of sleep, but it's like, I, again, I know I have goals and the only person who can achieve them is me. Right. Um, what else? So yeah, that's what the, the challenge. I encourage all of you to like participate in that a little bit more. Um, and also the check-in process. So I actually made some changes to the check-in process. And I think that this is going to be a lot more time efficient. Um, before it was like over 30 questions. And now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, it wouldn't make um, any sense at all. Um, because I know a lot of you are busy. Again, you have kids, you have jobs. Some of you have spouses, like you're super busy. So instead of like taking sometimes five, 10 minutes to like get everything done, the check-in process is only seven questions on that progress report. Okay, so I condense everything and literally it's just gonna be seven questions, like the most fundamental questions. If there's anything that you feel like uh, needs to be brought up urgently, then post it inside. Everything's gonna be written. So no more like, you know, scale from like one to five or anything like that. Just everything's gonna be written, but feel free to like share as much as possible in order for me to uh, make those adjustments and give you feedback on your progress for that week. So um, hopefully the changes are good. I don't think I left out anything essential or anything. I tried to condense it as much as I can. So um, for those of you who are submitting your check-ins tomorrow, I know Mel, you already said, submitted yours. I appreciate that. Um, anyone else who's submitting yours tomorrow, just make sure that, you know, there's no typo or like not necessary typo. That is not a mistake that I, um, like there's not supposed to be any more questions. I purposely reduced that to seven questions just to make everything more condensed. So with that being said, that's pretty much all the announcements for this week. Um, Actually, there's one more little um, side note that I wanted to bring up. And how many of you watched that live that I did with Tyler, by the way? Remember inside the group? Remember? Which one? I only did one live with Tyler. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. You watched it? Cool. Kelly, you watched it. Mel, you watched it. Great. Awesome. So I, I was actually, I actually did a podcast with Tyler yesterday and we were talking about change. Okay. And we're talking about what it takes to truly change. Like, we're not just talking about like, oh, you're changing a habit 
for instance, we're talking about like a life lasting change. And I think a lot of you are going to get value from that. It's not posted just yet. I might post it uh, sometime this week, but I just wanted to throw that out there. If, um, you know, you watched it and you got value, we honestly, like we dive deep into like change and like what it takes for someone to truly change. And if some of you, you find that, you know, you're self-sabotaging, you're not, you're falling off, you're, you're not being consistent, then I think you're going to get a ton of value from this podcast and understand why you experience um, those set of behaviors, I would, I should say. So I'm going to keep everyone posted. Again, it's going to be posted sometime this week. I'll make a post inside the group and all of you can like go listen to it. And yeah, just let us know what your biggest takeaways are. So I'm actually super excited about that. Um, with that being said, I'm pretty sure that should be all the announcements uh, now. I just want to open up the floor to any questions, any struggles, anything like that. And please, please, please do not be afraid to hold back. Yeah. But yeah. Please don't, yeah, please don't hold back on anything, essentially. Like, I'm here to help. I'm here to serve. Um, just let me know if you're struggling with anything or if you have any questions, comments, concerns. Now is your time to speak up. I don't have any concerns, but I do have a comment. That pumpkin salad, I mean, I, I use spinach and not kale, but I love it. I have been eating it every day since it came out. Let's go! <laughs> I decided... I did do a little bit differently um, this last time with the roasted pumpkin. Um, after tossing it in the olive oil, I threw in some pumpkin pie spice. And it's like having pumpkin pie on my spinach. That's really good. She's referring to the October recipe book. If you haven't already received your copy, make sure that you let me know. Or you comment on the post that I made inside the Facebook group and I'll send it your way. But Cassie, that makes me super happy that you found a recipe that you actually enjoy and you've been eating it ever since. Love that. I love that. Um, any, any, anyone else, anyone else have any comments, any feedback, any struggles, any concerns? Now is your time to speak up. Kelly, Mel, Kelly, you first. Well, to be quite honest, I struggle to stay on track sometimes. Mm. Quite a few times, actually. So I don't know what's, what's that about, but I don't know. I don't really feel like I have a lot of support here. Um, you know, no one in my family has a weight problem, so they don't care what they eat. And, mm. you know, I'm surrounded by that all the time and it's kind of hard to stay on track when that happens. Yeah. Okay. And um, if you don't mind, like, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Um, yeah. I did, I did, I did mention to book like a one-on-one, um, just in case, like, you know, you wanted to like, you know, deep dive into that a little bit more personally, but if you want to, you know, use, you know, be vulnerable here with the ladies, um, if you don't mind, then that's completely fine as well. Um, because again, we're a no judgment free zone. Like we're all here to like learn yeah. and like support each other as well. Okay. Is that cool? Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. I'm just so the October recipe book. So I'm just. I <laughs> <laughs> good. I good. good. Um, okay. So Kelly, okay. when you say that you fall off track, what exactly are you referring to? Like when you say you can't stick with anything, could you be a little bit more specific? Well, sometimes, with, sometimes with the food, I mean, you know, like we'll have Sunday dinner together and it's like, you know, my brother will show up with dessert, my son will show up with wine, and it's really hard sometimes to resist that, you know, because 
I'm so used to having that before I decided to go on a journey that, you know, sometimes I fall off and I have it. Okay. And is that like a recurring thing as in like every single Sunday, that's like a regular thing? It's like a little pretty, much every Sunday, pretty much every Sunday. Yeah. Okay. And outside of so that, I, is it just, it's just a lack of willpower. I just, I'm not motivated. I don't know what's what it is, but I got to get back on track and I got to stay motivated and I got to stay consistent is, is the biggest thing is being consistent. Cause I can be 100%. really good for like a really long time. And then all of a sudden I just kind of like fall off and then it's really hard to get back on. No, hundred uh, percent. I'm sure that all of us, we've been there before. And I just wanted to say like, you're not alone on this. Um, so, so when you say you're really good, what does that mean? That I meal prep and I follow the program and I eat what I think I should be eating and I'm drinking my water and I'm doing the workouts and but when I fall off I just completely fall off mm -hmm. and what's your definition of falling off uh, I'm not really following any of that or part of it like maybe I'll I'll do the water and maybe I'll do a couple of workouts a week and you know then maybe one day I'm really good at following the the food stuff but then i'll you know and then it all just falls off okay so as you're falling off as in like you don't mark something off and then you you consider that as you're falling off or what is it exactly i just don't do it i just i don't do the exercise or um most of the time i'm good with the water i gotta i gotta say that and getting the steps in I, that's no problem. I can, right now I'm at 8,800 and that's just from work. I didn't do anything else other than work today. Um, but a lot of it's just like the food part of it. The food part. Okay. So what, yeah. what has to happen with the food part that makes you say that you fall off? Is it like, Oh, you have a dinner and then you go over your calories a little bit and that's why you fall off. Or do you feel like Oh, you had a little bit of wine and you feel like you shouldn't have wine. And then that's what considered falling off. Like, what is it exactly? Well, all of the above. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So with that being said, do you find that, okay, if you drink wine, that you're a failure? Um, well, it depends how much wine I've had. Like sometimes I'd have two or three glasses and that's, you know, I shouldn't be doing that either because that doesn't help. Mm -hmm. Okay. I understand and... that. And I understand that moderation is, is fine. I understand that part of it, but I just kind of just fall off after and just have it all the time. Mm. What's all the time? As in like more than just the Sunday, the Sunday night? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Okay. Okay. And when it comes to the wine part, right? Is that, is that the main thing that's like considered falling off track as in like you have the wine and then now yeah. you're completely off track or. Oh, no, no, no. The food part of it too. Okay. So what has to happen with the food part? Well, I just need to meal prep and stay on track. Okay. And Sunday, and Sunday dinner has to be something that I can stay on track with. And I need that support from my family. Right. So, okay. And what, what is staying on track? Is it just meal prepping essentially? 
No, and, and portion control and making sure I'm only eating what I feel like I should be eating, staying within the calories, trying to get the protein intake that, you know, you've, you've pres- prescribed for me, um, you know, so it's all of that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So what it sounds like to me, and I think that, again, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that when it comes to like, you know, following the guy, when it comes to nutrition, for example, you have your calories, you have your protein, you have your fiber goal, et cetera. Right. Like that's kind of like the framework that, you know, I've assigned. If you find that, okay, I don't hit this, then I'm a failure or I'm falling off track. If I don't meal prep, I'm falling off track. If I have wine, I'm falling off track. If my family comes over and I have a meal that's, you know, not as healthy, then I'm falling off track. That's kind of like the language that you're using. Not if it's just a one one time occurrence, it's not falling off track. But when it's it, it's sustained for a few days, that's falling off track because it's hard to get back on once you you've fallen off that far. Does that oh, make sense? Hundred yeah. percent. No, I definitely get that. So it's like you know you do you find that if it was like one instance and then it kind of like opens up the floodgates to like, you know, more days of like consecutively doing the same thing. So for example, you know, Sunday night rolls around, you have wine and like, ah, shit, I kind of fall off. I feel like I just got to give in now. And then Monday it spills into Monday and then Tuesday it spills in and then Wednesday. And then next, you know, the whole week's like a write off essentially. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. 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 No, I totally get that. Okay. So with that being said, right. Now that I have a clear understanding of like, okay, what, what you define as falling off track, I just want to know, Kelly, for you, what do you identify yourself as? If I asked you, right, like, again, pretend I don't know you at all. And I say, who is Kelly? What would you say? (laughs) I'm not sure how to answer that question. What do you mean by that? Like, what are some of the things, like if you were to describe yourself to like a, a, a person who doesn't know who you are, would you, or like yeah. what would you describe yourself as? Would you be like, you know, Kelly's like caring, empathetic. She works super hard. And like, like what, what types of char- characteristics would you describe yourself as to someone else? Oh yeah. Caring, empathetic. Um, you know, I care about people. I worked really hard to get the really good job that I have now and I work really hard at it. Um, sometimes too hard. Um, sometimes I don't leave enough time for myself because I'm always working. Um, I don't know. I have what I have because I've been working so much, but I don't know. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) No, it's not good. It's not good. I, it, it's very hard for us to like describe ourselves um, in like a, a like almost like a third party lens. It's it's easy for me to like describe Cassie or describe you or Mel because like again, we're not talking to ourselves essentially, right? So I I, I get that. Okay, so you mentioned a few things. You know, you're caring, you're empathetic. Okay, so what do you view? Um, you know, let's say you know your 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 son. What does he view you as? Like, obviously, your mother, but like, if he's like looking up to you, what would you say he would say about you? Mm, well, 
I think I've been a good role model to him. I've been instilled a good work ethic in him. Um, I think him and I have a really good relationship. We do because we do. We have a really good relationship. We're really quite close. Um, yeah. Okay. So it's like, you know, yeah, he looks up to you as like his mother, like um, a role model, a great work ethic, et cetera. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so, so Kelly, um, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because me and Tyler, we actually discussed about this yesterday. Right. Um, and that is humans, the strongest horse in the horse, what the heck am I saying? The strongest force in the human nature is the need to stay consistent with our identity okay so with that being said our identity is like you know what shapes our values essentially so for you if you say that you know you're very caring you're very empathetic um and you know you work hard etc when you have those family dinners right correct me if i'm wrong it's almost like you don't want to turn them down because you don't want anyone to be like, oh, taking offense or like, oh, Kelly, how come you're not eating with us? Oh, Kelly, why, why are you doing your own thing when, you know, it's supposed to be family time? Because that's who you are. You're a caring person. You're empathetic. You don't want to, you know, like offend anyone, essentially. Does that kind of make sense? It does. It does make sense. But also in, in the same vein, I mean, I don't want to waste food. And I mean, the, for the price of food right now, I mean, you don't want to waste it. Right. So I eat it because what's going to happen to it. Yeah. And, and this is what I'm saying. It's like, that's your value, right? Like you yeah. don't want to be a wasteful person. And that's mm -hmm. why, you know, again, why, you know, when it comes to food, you don't want to be the one who's like, you know, throwing away food essentially. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's waste. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know. Does that make, does that make sense? <laughs> no, no, totally, totally, totally. Okay. okay. So right. in that case, in that case, right. When we're identifying, you know, why we fall off, right. Or like why we can't stay consistent, et cetera, et cetera. The reason why is because we almost feel like we don't want to do that thing because that's not a part of who we are. That kind of makes sense. Like, again, going back to that quote, it's like the strongest force in the human nature is like the need to stay consistent with our identity. So for you, for instance, you are very caring, empathetic. Uh, you don't want, you don't want things to go to waste, et cetera. Right. And as a result of that, that's who you associate yourself as. So when, let's say you have certain macronutrients, certain calories, et cetera, and you see all this food in front of you, you don't want to go to waste. So you would, you would essentially, you know, go against, you know, what you know that you should be doing in order to fulfill that need, essentially, which is the need to stay consistent with your identity, which is you don't want things to go to waste which is you want to be caring and empathetic and all these things. That's why, yes, obviously, you know that, you know, you shouldn't eat the whole table, right? But you need, it's like, no, I don't want things to go to waste. So I have to. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. And not, and not only that, I mean, you know, the whole thing, you know, when you were 
you were growing up, it's like, you got to finish your plate, right? That's kind of thing that I grew up with that, you know, you had to finish your plate, right? So yep. Cassie, you're, you're nodding too, right? So that's kind of what I grew up with. So that kind of always sticks in the back of your mind, right? So. Yeah, totally. So Kelly, I, I totally, I, I totally understand that. And this is a thing, okay? Oftentimes when we grow up with certain habit habits and patterns, yes, we think that it's going to take a lot of time for us to like break that habit and pattern. But the truth is the only reason why you have those habits and patterns is because you feel like those habits and patterns are staying consistent with the identity that you have. So in order to replace that or have it with a better habit, we need to have another habit that's still going to fulfill that need, but at the same time, stay consistent with your identity. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a few personal questions. How yeah. important is your son to you? No, everything. He's everything. Everything. Yeah. Like, okay. So like on a scale from like one to 10 importance, how important is he? 10 being the most important, he's 10. Yep, he's 10. Right? Just a 10? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, so you mentioned that he looks up to you as his role model, yeah? Yep. No great work ethic. No, you have a deep relationship with your son. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. And what would you do? Like, what... Like in terms of like, you know, you want to be the best mom ever. Would you do, would you say that you would do anything possible for your son? Like he's like the most important sure. thing. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure like all mothers here could like relate, like, you know, your kids are <laughs> always like the most important. Yeah. Of course. I totally get yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So would you say that your son is like the most valuable thing on this planet to you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So again, I'm going to go into like some hypothetical scenarios here because it's like, okay. it has to, it has to really hit home. So if let's say someone, okay, came up to you and pointed a gun to your head and said, Hey, if you ever overeat on a Sunday again, I'm going to kill your son. Like, again, this is a very extreme example. Okay. The reason why I'm seeing this. Again, this is very extreme. I, I, I should have given like a little bit of a warning. What would you yeah. do in that moment? Would you be like, okay, okay, I'll never do it again. Otherwise yeah. your son's dead. Yeah. Would you, would you, would you still do the same patterns that you're doing? Probably not. Why? Because then my son would be dead. Mm -hmm. But you just mentioned that you know, it's, it's been so ingrained with you in you to like follow through on like these like, little habits. On, like, these little... What, what, what has changed? I lose my son. Right. right. So that's mm -hmm. the thing. It's like, well, we feel like we're not in control because it's been ingrained in us all this time. But as soon as something's threatened, which we value the most, it's like, no, I'm going to make a stop to this. I'm in control. No more overeating on Sundays. You get that? 
I'm not sure I would say I was, I'm in control. I think I'd be controlled. Like there's a difference. No, 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 hundred no, percent. But what I'm saying is you're making that conscious decision in that moment of like, okay, I'm not going to overeat anymore on Sundays. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're making that decision. Now you can still overeat on Sundays, but then you would lose your son, but you're still making that decision to do so. Does that kind of make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I'm really trying to get at Kelly is like, you have the power to make that decision because something you value is like way up here and what you used to value, which is like, you know, uh, you want to be like, uh, not offending anyone or like trying to get everyone here. Like, or is that uh, like, you don't want to offend anyone. It's down here because the son, your son is the most important thing right now. Does that kind of make sense? It does. And it's, it's an extreme example, but yeah, it, is, it, makes it sense. is super extreme. Yeah. But the yeah. point is I'm trying to get you to understand that you're in control. Can we agree with that? Am I? I don't feel like I'm in control. Okay. What makes you say that? Because I'm still doing it. If I was in control, I'd be way farther ahead than I am right now. No, I totally get that. But the reason, right? I'm going to make the connection here. Okay. You ready? Yep. Okay. The reason why you're not further ahead right now is because you're saying that you're not in control and it's easier again, Kelly is easier to say that you're not in, in control so that you can still continue these habits. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now let me just give you like a real life example. Okay. okay? And okay, again, I'm saying this out of love because I really want you to like see where I'm coming from. Okay. I need the tough love, guys. I need it. No, give I, it to me. Hey, no, I, hey, Mel, Cassie, give give Kelly a round of applause right there because she's doing well. She's doing well. Okay. The fact that you're here right now and you're like you're you're asking for feedback shows me that you really want to change. And we see that in you. We genuinely do. Okay. So Kelly, I want to ask you a serious question. I ask you a serious okay? Yes. What happens if you're still in this exact same position and you kept up poor eating habits? And let's say you gained another 20, 30, 50. No, no, that can't happen, Kevin. That can't happen. No, no, Kelly, Kelly, we have to, Kelly, we have to go here. I know this is going to make you uncomfortable. Yes. But I'm being, I'm being serious and I'm really trying to be sincere. You have to get to this point. Okay. I want you to picture yourself gaining another hundred pounds because you kept the same lifestyle that you are right now. As in you're constantly stuffing yourself, constantly overeating and you're not prioritizing your goals. Yeah. What do you think that's going to happen to your son? He looks up to you as his role model, but you still up kept these habits. I don't know. I mean, I, he might follow in my footsteps. That's, that's it. I can even get up off the chair if I gain another hundred pounds. Like, come on, that'd be ridiculous. So, what's your son's name again? Colin. 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 Yeah. Okay. Imagine your son gaining a hundred pounds because you led by a bad example. 
Yeah, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that for him. And whose fault is that? Well, I would take some responsibility for that, yeah. Some responsibility? Mm-hmm. Why some? Because I'm not the one, I'm not sh making him eat, but I've showed him the way. So who's taking the other responsibility? Because you mentioned you're only going to be taking some responsibility. Well, he, he would have to take some responsibility for his actions. Mm -hmm. But you're the one leading, no? Yeah. You're the one feeding him, no? I take responsibility for my part, leading, but he has to take responsibility for doing. I'm not shoving food in his face and making him eat it. No, totally. He has I totally to take the responsibility to do that himself. Okay. So Kelly, I want I want to ask you another question. Then, if you gained another yeah. hundred pounds, whose fault is that? Then, that's my fault. Like some responsibility, or no, it's my fault. Like hundred percent. Pretty much. And Kelly, like if you gained a hundred pounds, where do you think your health is going to be? I I'd probably be dead. I'd probably have a very early grave at another hundred pounds. I would not be able to move. I've, I've seen people that are heavier than me that can't move. And the ones that are in the grocery store that have to have the motorized thing because they, they can't walk very far or at all because the weight is crippling them. I don't want to be that person. And if you saw your son following in your footsteps to your grave, how would that make you feel? Terrible. Like just terrible? Terrible. Devastated. And how would you feel knowing that you could have easily prevented this if you didn't have all those Sunday outings? Yeah, I understand. I get what you're, where you're coming from. Like, how would you feel? The answer to my question. Not good. Not good. I wouldn't feel good. So what do you think has to change in order for us to not get to that point? I need to make better choices and I need to stick to them. That's my problem is the sticking to them. Mm -hmm. And do you see, again, Kelly, I appreciate you going through this because I know it's making you uncomfortable right now. Like I see you like shaking <laughs> and fidgeting and everything. You know what? You mm -hmm. know what? You got to push people out of their comfort zone to grow. I understand that. I'm a facilitator. I, I get it. So I love that. No, hundred yeah. percent. So Kelly, do you see what we're doing here? Like you're putting that image in your head and like you value, you just told me that you told us that your highest value is your son. You don't wouldn't want anything bad want to happen to him. Right. But you also mentioned that you're his role model and he's following in your footsteps. Right. But, but he's not, he's not young. He's 27. Right. So he's an adult that lives on his own. I'm, I am his role model probably growing up, but he's an adult now and makes his own choices. I don't know if, okay. if you knew that part of it, but yeah. No, totally. Totally. So what if he lost his mom before he was 30? Yeah, I know. He'd be devastated. And what would that thought of being him being devastated? Can you picture that? What would that feel? 
I don't feel good about it. Even just talking about it, I don't feel good about it. I don't think anyone would, right? And, and Kelly, I'm going to be completely honest, right? And this is the reason why I started coaching like busy moms, because I see like a lot of you, you don't prioritize yourself. You take care of everyone first. You put yourselves on the back burner. Like, let's be honest. Right. And, I can totally agree with you. Yeah. And as a result, a lot of you end up in this position right here. And I'm going to be open and honest. I'm not sure if you know my story, but like I almost lost my dad like literally two to three years ago. No, I didn't he know doesn't that. Take care of himself. Yeah. And this is why I'm so passionate about this. Right. Like growing up, I always see was my dad like drinking and smoking, drinking and smoking. And three yeah. years ago when I was in university, I got a call from my mom and she told me that my dad was rushed to the hospital. She told know. me that she, she told me that, you know, he had to go under surgery. They don't know what's wrong, but he's trying to vomit, but nothing would come out. And I remember at that time I was fucking panicking. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I immediately booked the bus back home because I wanted to see him that night after he went through surgery and I couldn't see him that night. Hospitals were closed for visit visitors, whatever. And I remember laying there in fucking bed. And I was fucking crying my eyes out. I couldn't sleep. Because the thought of losing my dad was so fucking painful to me that kept me up all night. I didn't know what condition he was in. I didn't hear anything from the doctors. My mom had to go to work. So I didn't even have to like, I didn't talk to anyone. And it was just me overthinking my own thoughts, drowning in my own head. It was so painful. I remember the next morning, my mom came home. We went to the hospital and I saw my dad. He was laying there like a true champion, you know, recovering from surgery. And he made it out alive. The doctors told yeah. us that if my sister didn't call the ambulance, if she waited half an hour, he wouldn't be here today. And in that moment, I remember like standing next to him and he was still in the bed. I remember I held his hand for the first time and I started bawling out in tears. And I never cry in front of my dad. It was like the most, like, it's almost like, you know, taboo. Like it's, it's a thing that men don't do. Have you ever seen your son cry? Like, especially as an adult? Yeah. yeah. Right. So just imagine him standing over your grave and just crying, wishing his mom took better care of his health or her health. Just imagine that for a second, because I almost lost my dad. <laughs> and his birthday is literally like in five days. And I'm thankful that I'll be able to share another birthday with him. Otherwise, I would have missed three of his birthdays by now. He's trying to. Till his day. But essentially, if I can't change him, at least I can change all of you. At least I can make a bigger impact on the busy parents out there who neglect themselves, put themselves on the back burner. This is why I refuse yeah. to let you fail. Right? But again, going yeah. back to it, like... <clears throat> again my dad he never he never prioritized himself he would be overeating drinking smoking very sedentary not making any lifestyle changes and a part of me felt like all of that could have been prevented because there was a high chance that he could have lost his life at night yeah and all that could have been prevented if he just took better care of himself right mm -hmm. and the reason why i'm glad that you have a son who looks up to you 
because don't get me wrong, despite my, all my dad's like bad habits and stuff, I still look up to him because I know he works hard, right? Mm-hmm. I know he's caring. I know that he's all the characteristics of like a bit, you know, a parent who loves their children, but that doesn't mean they set good, great examples, right? Yeah. And especially for you now, because you have a son who's 27. He looks up to you. He loves you more than you ever know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if he walks up to you and you're in your hospital bed, or if you're in your grave, don't you think that he'll push you, do everything in his power to wish that you were a little bit healthier? Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're alive right now, today, tells me that you have one more shot at like making this your next run. Like yeah. tomorrow's not guaranteed. You can have a heart attack tomorrow. Again, knock on wood, right? But this is real life. We can't, we can't upkeep these habits if you want to live a long life. Don't you want to see your grandchildren yeah. grow up? Don't mm-hmm. you want to see your, like, your son get married? I'm not sure if he's actually married right now, but like, don't you want to see like, his future his and like, future, play, like, like run around with his grandchildren, your grandchildren? Of course, yeah. Right? So Kelly, like, again... We have to really understand that this pain that we're holding on, just think about like, if I don't change now, I'm not even going to be here in five years. If I don't make a change now, I'm not going to see my son make it to his 30s. I'm not going to see my grandchildren. And I'm going to have to live that or like take that to my grave, knowing that I could have done something to prevent this, but I didn't. And now he's going to have to suffer the burden. Yeah. No, I completely understand what you're saying. So do you still value those Sunday outings or do you value being a better role model to your son and actually living a longer life for him and his family? Yeah, I value that. Yeah. Which one do you value more? I value being the role model. There we go. But Kelly, mm-hmm. like that's your new standard. Like every single time you're, you're, you're making a decision it's either going to move you closer to your grave or closer to your goals. Right. Like you have to take it to right. that extreme because you're in yeah. position right now. Perfect. Yeah. Again, again, I don't, I don't want to like make this like scare you or anything, but like sometimes we have to be pushed that far to like, wow, this is fucking serious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know I need the tough love. I know I, I get it. Like, and that's why I brought it up to you because I'm just feeling like defeated. Yeah. But guess what? You're still here. You're not defeated. You're defeated when you're dead. Right? So I just want you to let you know that you're a fucking rock star. All right, Kelly? The fact that you're here asking for help shows me that you're not a coward. You're not like hiding away. You're not like, you know, saying, oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm just doing the same things that's kept me stuck in the same position. You You have Mel, you have Cassie, and you have everyone else inside the group. They're able to like support you. We're able to yeah. like give you guidance. We just have to let you know that you're capable of this. You just have to remember what exactly is that you're achieving, right? What exactly is that you're working towards? Because if you value your son as much as you say you do, you would do whatever it takes to make sure that you achieve your goals just to be healthier for him and live a life, longer life for him. Yeah. I get it. Did that help? Did that help? Yeah, absolutely. 
Love that. Love that. So Kelly, game Kelly. plan is I want you to ditch the perfectionist slash all or nothing mindset. Okay. Oh, how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's either like eat nothing, do tons of cardio, or and then no. when you fall off, that's it. You've fallen no. off. Like, oh. Kelly, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to remove some of your habits. I want you to literally just focus on one, two, three, two things that you can crush consistently every single day. And I do this for people who, you know, feel like they've fallen off, lost momentum, et cetera. It's like, okay, instead yeah. of having like four things on your list, focus on literally one to two, build up that momentum. That's it. Like, I, I feel like you're getting so overwhelmed. And you're like, oh, I can't mark off all the boxes and I might as well not try to hit anything. That's why a lot of people fall off because you're trying to be perfect. Well, no, I, usually hit, I usually hit a couple of things. Like, like I said earlier, like the steps are usually not a problem. I usually get that in and more. And usually Great. the water is, is pretty good. Okay, then we're going to start with those two habits. And I want to see for the, like at least the next two weeks, 14 day streak, marking off all the boxes. And it's literally just going to be two boxes. Because even if you're marking it off two of the four, you're going to view it as 50%. Oh, I'm not good enough. But now if I have two habits that you know that you could hit, it's going to be 100%. And that's going to build up your self-esteem. That's going to build up your confidence. It's like, oh shit, I'm making progress. We have to focus yeah. on that. Is that a good idea? Yeah, yeah I can do that. Love that. So for now, for the time being, I'm also going to remove your nutritional targets. So don't even focus on tracking. Okay. Like, I think that you're in position now. I just want you to focus on two things at a time. Yes. You can still make better choices and stuff, but we're going to ease you into that when the time comes. I just want you to get into the habit of building momentum again. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Got it. By the way, Kelly, you're fucking amazing all right we all love you we all appreciate you and we're all here to support you Draw some fire in the chat for kelly over here i appreciate that i really do we're here for you we got you it's nice to be part of the it's nice to be part of a supportive community yes yes i love that let's go awesome all right last but not least um mel Now, is there any any other struggles, any questions, any concerns, comments, et cetera, that you want to add or anything of your own? I don't know. Um, yeah, I've talked to you yeah, the week about what's going on with me. Um, it's still the same thing, really. I just can't seem to shake it. Um, I don't know. You good? <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's right. Awesome. At the moment. Well, about, yeah, you're crushing it so far. So that's what I love to see. All right. I think this has been honestly one of my favorite team meetings like, in a while. So I just want to say I thank you for each and every single one of you who showed up for yourselves. Um, by the way, Cassie, did you ever want to add anything, by the way, to like uh, what we had to discuss so far? Because I know you've kind of like been in the same position a little bit. Um. Yeah. I think we lost you. She frozen for anyone else or she's frozen. Okay. Cassie, come back. <laughs> I was waiting for you. Ever force him to eat anything that he didn't want to eat. And if he said he was full, 
I took that answer and I never, I never forced him to finish anything on his plate because that was just so important to me. And I used to have to overfill myself, which is probably where it started with me overeating because I just never, I was never allowed to fill when I was full. I love that. that. Yeah. And, and with Kelly, with like one of the biggest things I have found with preventing myself now from overeating is finding out my portions with my calorie count. And that's all I, that's all I make. So when I do my meal prep, um, that's all I have for each meal. And then if I'm hungry, I choose some fruit or something like something else that is, you know, fairly a lot better choice than the bag of potato chips that I really love. <laughs> love that. Amazing tips. Kelly, did that help? Give me a thumbs up. Awesome. Awesome. Double thumbs up. I love it. All right. Thank you so much, ladies, for tuning in. And like, you know, honestly, I hope all of you like got some value from this. And again, we do this every single Wednesday, right? We do this every single Wednesday. I'm here to support you. I'm here to like help you break through to the next level because I genuinely care. You're never going to get any other program that does this. Okay. Like I want to make sure that I'm here for you and I'm not just seeing you as like a dollar sign or like a client. Like I genuinely care and I want all of you to succeed to the highest possible level. And this is why I do this. Okay. I love genuinely helping people, especially busy moms, because you need it more than everyone else. <laughs> all right. So with that being said, um, we're going to wrap this up. Um, thank you again, everyone. I hope you have an amazing rest of your night. Uh, Mel, I know your day just started. Lucky you. So I hope you have an amazing day. And yeah, I'll see you all again next week. Take care, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support. And as always, I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll catch you on the next episode.